So there's three kinds of ghosts. The first kind of ghost is something that's due to some natural phenomenon. Uh, you know, a, a sheet blowing in the wind. Somebody has a, a vivid imagination. I know there was a, when I was in high school, I think it was, I remember there was a, a thing in Great Falls where this poor old woman was seeing a ghost. He'd come and look in her window at night. It's January and this ghost was showing up. It turned out to be a snowy owl that was sitting right there and looking in. But you can see why she looked out. I didn't know what it was. The big black eyes, you know, what a snowy owl would be kind of startling if you, if you didn't know. But that's, that's the first kind. Um, and everybody, uh, in, that's a rationalist tries to lump them all into that area, but that's not all there are. Then there's, there are two kinds that don't have that kind of explanation. The first is devils. The devils will show up, uh, you know, and, and torment people sometimes and, and have these haunted kind of things and poltergeists and all that. I, I've seen some of this stuff, not where you see an apparition, but having to go over and bless a house where you have all this weird stuff going on, um, what they'd call poltergeist behavior. And you can, you'll see it as a priest sometimes, and it is pretty weird, but I mean, that's just the devil trying to do a psych thing on you, you know, and, and uh, we're priests, so, you know, uh, it's not that big of a deal if you, if you bless it. Generally speaking, the bigger deal is probably what's behind all that, but, but devils are definitely, Something in the category goes, or damned souls. Sometimes damned souls uh, show up. We know that from saint stories and all that, the, that, that they'll sometimes uh, appear as well. So you could have damned souls. And, and then the third kind is actually poor souls. And those generally are the souls, uh, you, you'll, you'll, you'll have these hauntings where it's somebody sad or somebody they actually know who it is. And they're wandering around in the house or on the place or whatever. And he, when, when it's not somebody's imagination, it's not made up. Those are poor souls. It's actually pretty common. I was uh, visiting with a with a sister the other day. We got. To, she asked me. Started telling each other poor soul stories. So I'll, a couple them I'll, I'll repeat here. Uh, she was talking about one where as a friend of community, when he was uh, uh, first ordained, he was an assistant in a parish somewhere. And, he had to unlock or lock up for Christmas Mass, I think the early Mass. And however it was, you know, he opens the door, and here the church is full of people, you know, scattered through the pews, but there's all these people. And they're dressed in old-timey clothes, and they're, they're up and down the aisles. He's like, what are these people doing in here, you know? What's this going on? So he talks to them. They're just looking at the tabernacle. They're most ignoring them. Finally, one of them says, "This is." A, she says to him, this is a very important day. She's dressed in sort of a period costume. A lot of things happen today. And I think he stepped into sacristy. think, what am I supposed to do? Call the cops, go get the pastor. And he stepped out and nobody was there. But those are the poor souls that were coming to Mass. They were there that day. So, that, you know, evidently the ones close to the tabernacle would probably be the ones closest to being out. And you could tell something about the time they had died by the, by the costumes they're wearing, although uh, souls don't wear it, but they're just appearing to us like that. I had a, a, a gal, I have a, a letter where she wrote to me. This is down in Kansas City where uh, she grew up in this neighborhood in KCK. And she was over visiting a neighbor and while she's visiting, this little girl starts talking about the, the man in the garage. And she's like, shush, you know, it's a little three-year-old or something. And she starts apologizing because this girl has an imaginary friend. And uh, my prisoner said, no, tell me more. And uh, so the little girl she asked her about the, the man. Well, she knew him because uh, she grew up there and, and he had lived in that garage. 
He'd come from the old country, and then he saved up his money and sent for his best girl to come over from Croatia. He bought her a ticket. On the ship over, she meets somebody else and marries him. So he has kind of a broken heart. He ends up working kind of as a handyman and all that stuff, living in that garage and drinking too much and, and, and dying there. And so she had me say three masses, and the little girl didn't see him anymore. I was down in Texas. One of my prisoners, a really good guy, a convert, calls up. He's kind of agitated because this little boy, he's just starting to talk is coming in and, and saying, Daddy, who is Mr. Smith? That's not his name. I don't remember the name right now. Who's Mr. Smith and what's a ghost? Daddy, who's Mr. Smith and what's a ghost? Well, they had bought the house from Mr. Smith, and he had died. And this went on for two, three days, and finally called me up saying, you know, and, and, and people in my parish knew him. This was a really devout Catholic, Mr. Smith. Um, and so I said a mass. I don't remember it was one or two, three masses, and then the little guy quit seeing Mr. Smith showing up. Uh, it's it's not uncommon at all that the, these things, and these people will show up, and they need our prayers, and you just pray for them. Or as a priest, I'll say a mass for them or whatever, uh, and you don't have to worry because even if it was a trick, you're praying for a poor soul. God will apply it to the poor soul, but it's very very common, uh, and and people just don't see them that much because they don't have faith. I'll tell one more, and, and we'll call it a good because I could go on poor soul story. No, I'll tell two more. So this happened to one of our priests up in Scranton. And uh, one of the old guys comes in, and he just can't take it anymore. He's going to move out. Well, why? Because his house is haunted. And and this priest friend of mine is thinking, oh, yeah, right, okay. And uh, But people in the neighborhood said, oh, yeah, everybody knows his house is haunted. You could look in there. They move. You see these guys at night. They're in the kitchen. They'll move, the, they'll move things around and stuff like that. And they're kind of... You know, stomping around in the kitchen and, and up in the, in the house, and, and so he thought, "What?" And so he called up uh, the the diocesan exorcist, and he says, "Well, those aren't those. You, you don't have to do an exorcism. Those are poor souls. Get the name of whoever died in that house and say a mass for me, and, and that that's what you need to do." So he said, and he asked the guy, "Well, who died here?" He said, "Well, no one died here, but right under my backyard was a troop mine disaster. So in the twenties, I think it was, they mined into the river these coal miners, and they just all drowned. And so he got a list of all of them, said a mass. They're not; it's not a haunted house anymore. So again, these things are actually way more common than a person uh, might think. And on that note, I'll, I'll just stop, or I'll, I'll keep going the whole dang day. <laughs>